0: Welcome to the Reality Check Podcast. I'm Zachary Phillips. So if you suffer from chronic illness, but also have a desire or dreams or something that you want to accomplish in life, this will be the episode for you. I have a guest on, Callie Paris. Um, she's been suffering from chronic illness for many years now, but she doesn't let that hold her back. She's very busy. She's got a lot of projects on the go, but she also manages her chronic illness. Some Someday she's up and able to do, you know, almost, you know, Take over the world, sort of stuff. Other days, she struggles to even get out of bed. But basically, in this interview, we talk about how to first acknowledge what's happening, how to accept what's happening, how to take action when you feel like you can't do something, how to develop self awareness, how to sort of keep pushing through when it feels like you can't do it, or when your body's trying to stop you, or when your brain's trying to stop you. This was an amazing interview. I got so much out of it myself, and I'm so excited to share it with you. So please, Check it out and let me know what you think. Enjoy. Okay, so I'm here with Kelly Paris, and the topic I want to talk about is managing chronic illness whilst also following your dreams. And we were saying before we started recording that you're one of the only people that I've found that seems to manage to do both. You've struggled with chronic illness, but you're also, despite that all you know getting after it and doing stuff that you want to be doing and it's inspiring and I wanted to get you on the podcast to share your story and just sort of talk people through what you're managing and what you're what you're going after and just the the um you know how you do it basically so yeah
1: yeah, yeah. well thanks for having me on um i find that it's like i i'm definitely not the only person that i know but it does seem to be in that realm of people with chronic illness it can be a real struggle to feel like how can I have this thing in my life and still do all those things that I dream of doing? Yeah. So it's definitely a real challenge, and even though I'm doing it now, it certainly wasn't always the case, you know. Mm. So um, there's just a lot of things that you need to do and to manage, but it's just a question of do I like how do do I want this to define me? Do yeah. I want this thing to be the rest of my life? Or can I find joy in the moments in between? That's what it comes down to.
0: Of course. So just to give the listeners a bit of a backstory, what, what are you managing and how does that impact your day-to-day life?
1: So I ha- there's a number of things and things have come and gone as well, like yep. to say. So just because we have a diagnosis doesn't mean it's always accurate and doesn't mean that um, it's forever. Diagnosis
0: point, points to a possible as right. opposed to... Possible collection of symptoms equals this diagnosis. And that was
1: definitely it for me. So there was a long time of trying to figure out what was wrong with me. Air quotes there, what was wrong with me. Uh, But initially it started after significant trauma and shock. And then I I had um, glandular fever. And I'd just say it all rolled on from there. Chronic fatigue. um, I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia, which definitely is a real thing. I'm not, I'm still not convinced. You're not convinced that 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 you
0: have. uh, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Just because they, I feel like they didn't really know what was wrong with me. And so that was.
0: They just wanted to put a label on. Right. So Let's talk about symptoms then. Yeah. Rather than, you know, we can put the labels that don't quite fit. Yes. But in terms of symptomology, you mentioned um, chronic fatigue. So sleep issues.
1: Yeah, definitely. So sleep issues ongoing. Um, Woeful head fog. Like really hard to concentrate and string thoughts together, sentences, forget what you're going to say, before you know, halfway through your sentence, forget why you walked into the room, all of that sort of thing, like just a real inability to function the way I wanted to. And that, um, for, then depression followed that because yep. as a young person who is motivated to not be able to do those things that you want to be able to do, it's quite depressing and also um, I have severe joint pain and inflammation. So yeah. on em- any given day, I could wake up and just not able to move. Um, and IBS is another symptom that comes with that. So it all really just puts a pin in things you want to do. So
0: just to just to clarify, it's not you don't feel all the range of symptoms every day. It can come on right. sort of yeah. Some days you so you wake up and go, oh, how am I? How is it looking? How am I feeling? Yeah. What's up today? And some days you won't have the head, the head fog. Some days you will, sometimes you won't have the pain or that sort of stuff. So do you have an idea? Is it sort of a, like a, like a, like a weekly, monthly, daily trend or is it more like each day you wake up and you're sort of like, what am I getting today?
1: Yeah. Well, it's interesting because what I've found over the years, and this has been about a 15 year journey for me, is that, um, it, there's a lot of variables, so it can really depend on how much stress I've got in my life. Um, my diet impacts it like a lot of things change it and then hormones so certain times of the month can things can fluctuate like there's a number of things Um, but I also find that things come and go for longer periods so you know IBS has not really been a thing that I've had to worry about it was it was really bad at one point in my life a decade ago Um, but I've managed to sort of resolve that. Okay. So I didn't. I've never been one to resign myself to the fact that oh, I've got fibro, and these are all the symptoms that I now I've got these symptoms forever. right and exactly. Yeah. Okay.
0: So I'm I'm getting the feeling like you sort of it's like a refusal to accept limitations yeah. despite the fact <laughs> that you've acknowledged that you have those limitations right. at times. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That is kind of how I roll, and I've learnt about myself as well that. Some of that comes from uh, just part of who I am, and there's another part of it I think that was. A lot of people don't even know I have chronic pain. Let's just say that I don't talk about it. Partly, I'm quite private anyway. Just to, I just don't Thank talk about my now. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and but I think it's important because I feel like a lot of people will listen and they'll hear they'll take a piece of that away for themselves and go yeah like that's me and there there's another way yes and so when um, when you when
0: you start opening up and sharing you find that people are like oh i feel this way or i've had that experience or i've you know when i've started talking about mental health or mental illness or traumatic pasts people that i just wouldn't expect or didn't didn't realize anything they're like oh yeah and they're connecting with me on this level i'm like huh Yes. It's it's, a, it's surprising. It's um,
1: like unsp- it's a permission then yeah. for them to express themselves. And so that's the main reason really why I do. And partly because I don't want to dwell on it. So I don't spend too much time in when you're in pain, it can be really you can be dragged right down into the pain spiral. Yep. And so if I talk about it, um beyond, yeah, I'm I'm having a rough day today, yep. um, it can really I can run away with you even more in your headspace. As in
0: if you talk about it and go, sort of like let you go down that path, you sort of fall into that path and you get in that trap of...
1: Negative mindset as well as I'm already dealing with pain.
0: So it's like you've got it, you can deal with it, but you just...
1: I don't need to dwell on it. I don't want to ramble. I'm not one to get on Facebook and go, oh, my God, my pain today, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. If people, if that's how they need to get it off their chest. um, But I am a private person and so I have a therapist and I talk to, I've got a psychologist that helps me with my pain. Yeah. And I have close friends and family that know about what I'm going Mm. through and I can talk to them and they can hold that space for me. But I'm not one to publicly just, I think it draws it out for me and I, I don't want to...
0: Yeah, like I've, I've related to something like that. I'm, I'm a member of a few online, um, like Facebook based sort of support groups for mental health stuff. And I see a lot of people sharing their, you know, one person will say, I'm struggling with this. And then you get like 20, 30 comments of everyone else struggling with this. And then you, you know, if you step back from that, it feels like the whole world's struggling from this thing all at once, all the time. And it's good to have that connection and go, oh, other people are struggling, but it doesn't, I don't see it at least resolving it's not it doesn't
1: feel constructive it doesn't feel constructive that's where I come from like is this helping me is and it's always that um, I always look for my own personal responsibility and personal empowerment so is this sharing going to empower me or anyone else in any way if it's not, if it's disempowering, if it's going to keep me in yes. that down energy and that lower vibration, then it's not really a place I want to be.
0: I, I, I'm fully appreciative of that. I, I feel that myself. It's like I run everything with the filter of how will this impact my mental state?
1: Right. Yeah. Um,
0: and I look at myself first yeah. because I know that, you know, you've got kids, I've got, I've got a kid, yep. but general relationships, if I'm in a bad place, my ability to help and heal and right. be there for them is in a bad place too. Yeah. So I feel
1: that's a really important part of it. And I, yeah. I do that. A lot too. I think the other thing that I have had to look at though, uh, that might be important for anyone who's listening that is struggling with chronic pain, if you are like me and you're not a talker, was the element of um, one of the reasons I don't share, if I'm being honest, is there's a part of me that felt a bit. Um, like, there was shame attached to not being well.
0: Like a stigma to it? Yeah,
1: yeah. Or just like, oh, that means I'm not good enough. Like, because I'm not a fully functioning person the way I would like to be, or the story that I tell myself about how society will accept me. Yes. Um, I'm limited in things I can do. And so, therefore, there's something wrong with me. Therefore, I may be... express
0: that, you're letting everyone know the, quote, wrong yeah, thing. Exactly, yep. yeah. And okay. so,
1: that was a story that I told myself. And so... Um, as well, that's why I've, I've had to learn to come into acceptance of this is how things are for me, whatever the reason that is, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, how do I manage it? And then, yeah, but also I can still love and accept myself exactly as I am. I don't have to be ashamed anymore. I can talk about it. Like I can say, you know, yeah, I'm not okay. (laughs) I'm actually having a really bad day and no, sorry, I'm not going to go do that thing for you or do that thing you want. Like boundaries has become a huge
0: Figuring out what you can and can't do right. and then standing up for yourself when you can and can't do that thing. Right. Yes. I fully appreciate that. You touched on that the cause of whatever this is. Yeah. Let's say it's um fibro. Yep. Just as a as a as, as the, a broad as term. The, as yes. the label that doesn't label. Yeah. Um the cause or the you know, you're not sure why. Yeah. Does that does that lack of like, you know, you know, like you, you break your leg, my leg sore because I broke my leg back yes. in that injury. Clear cause, you can see it. Yes. Does the lack of a cause, for better or worse, impact you?
1: I think it impacted me because I'm a curious person. And I my dad used to call me, when I was little, Kelly Gleason private eye. like Because I always ask questions, I was always like, why? Why this? Why that? So I'm curious by nature, but I do feel like uh, we within our culture as well, it's the same with mental health. If you can't see it, then it's not as understood or excusable or valid yeah (laughs) Yeah, so yeah Um, exactly so I think there's there is that part of it but for me as well I I love the balance of like science and woo like I love (laughs) evidence-based stuff but I'm also okay with if there is no evidence but I always seek to understand because it's from that place of understanding that we could then change things if we wanted to and so having a why then can kind of it gives me a, a foundation or a basis for, yeah, for yeah. like, well, how can I shift or how can I change my traje- trajectory or, or whatever it is that I need to do? If I have a why, then it's much easier to...
0: So how do you deal without that why?
1: That that was a place of surrender and acceptance. Just, that was it's, the biggest, It's happening
0: for whatever reason. I right. I've, I've found that um that's something that I, I see a lot of people and myself included struggling. It's It's a lack of... It's like, you know, this is where I am now. Mm-hmm. It's not where I want to be. It's not where I think I should have been. It's not where I feel I deserve. Yes. But it's reality. Right. It might be good. It might be bad. It doesn't matter. This is it. And it sucks or it can suck. Yeah. But learning to accept that is mm-hmm. is a process, I would imagine. It Particularly is. when... Yeah. You get a new symptom or something comes in and...
1: Yeah, and it is easier. That's that downward spiral of, mm. you know... But it's easy to go into that, why me, or any of that stuff. Um, I spent a little bit of time in my life being a bit of a victim... Yep. ...to my situation, my circumstances, and all the things that I'd been through or that had happened. But what I realised that ultimately... None of that was changing anything for me. And I had to empower myself. Playing the
0: victim to yourself doesn't change the circumstance. No, not at all. I I found a similar thing. It would be like, well, this happened to me and I've got this issue and this sort of stuff. Therefore, I don't need to try. Therefore, I don't need to do this. You know, all of these things. And then it's like, regardless of whether I'm at fault
1: Mm.
0: or not, it sucks, but I have to be the one to take that change. And once I realized that, Regardless of the cause, yeah. it's still on me to fix it.
1: Yes, yes.
0: It's 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 so it's such a hard pill to swallow and you just wanna yeah. be like, No, but you should fix it as yes. in a proverbial Someone person else who did other the thing, than me. Yeah, who did the thing or the cause or whatever. Right. Unfortunately, like if someone pushes you down onto the grass and walk away, you have to stand back up. Right. Regardless of where they are or if you know, right. if they're off the hand, great. If they don't, are you gonna stay in the grass and you yeah, know forever? Yes. Mm. A tough It's not yeah. saying it's, it's not as easy as that but
1: well I think it is' and it it is and it yeah. is a cho- choice and personal empowerment and personal responsibility come like they they are inexplicably linked to me so if I want to feel empowered I have to take responsibility yes. I'm not saying I take full blame and if I need some compassion or love if I need to feel something then and if it's to do with somebody else or someone else's behavior or um something that has been caused by behavior that wasn't my own, then maybe I need to give myself some love and compassion in that moment and allow myself to feel whatever emotion I'm feeling. It's, it's still
0: on you to take whatever that healing right, action is.
1: exactly. That yeah. is no one else's responsibility but me because no one else can do any of it for me. That's and it. I've learned more along the way through my own journey in business and entrepreneurial life that, as well that no one can speak up for me. Mm. Nobody else can... Um, put my work out into the world, but me. No one can finish that book, but me. Like it's on you, right? Whatever yeah. I want.
0: I I always think that like people get the gym membership or yeah. they get a therapist or whatever, but they don't do the work, right? Like I mean, you're a massage therapist. Yes. You know, one of the things you do, and my my wife used to work in myotherapy, and she was saying to me that one of the major things that the best one of the best things you can do for a client is give them exercises. Yeah. And if they like, this is what the evidence. Suggested that if they do the exercises, right. it will heal. It will heal the issue long term. Right, but people just don't. They come, they get the massage, right. they feel good for like you know an oh, hour a day. Yes, and then they don't do the exercises. But if yes. they do the exercises,
1: they will Actually heal get better. You've got one hour with them in the room. What they do for the rest of that week is exactly. totally on them. And that has been a huge frustration with me in my journey of working with people. Whether it's my hands on their body or whether I'm mentoring mentoring them in some other way, is like. Um yeah I can't fix you. Like I'm a f- I'm here to facilitate change. I'm here it's to a help you facilitation
0: of, of you fixing yourself as opposed to Exactly.
1: And that can be mm-hmm. um energetically really draining and I notice the people that I've come across that are uber successful yep. in life in general um and those that are still coming back to me week after week whinging about their pain but uh, like there's a big difference between people that will Take action towards what it is that they want, and people that will sit and wait and abdicate responsibility for their health, or their healing, or their success, over to somebody You've else. Got to do the work yourself. You do. Absolutely. I, I,
0: I find that completely like just on a physical sense. My shoulders have I've had you know just long term. I don't know. If, I wouldn't say like chronic pain, but it's just long term continual pain in my shoulders. Yeah. Because I've done years of martial arts, and now I'm doing shoulder rehabs, yep. or prehab, yes, basically. Yes. And my shoulders are getting better. Yeah. And it's one of those things. My, my injury rate the more the more exercise I do, my injury rate is dropping. Right. And I'm I need less treatments. Yeah. And this whole thing, it's sort of that's that's proof positive of that in a physical sense. Yes. But in in every sense, like I'll I've realized that I'm I'm meditating fifteen to thirty minutes a day now. Yeah. And in the mornings, and then another fifteen at night. Yeah. On a good day, like I yeah. get at least one session in. Amazing clarity. Yes. Um You know, I'm I've cut sugar now for a couple of months. Like I'm doing all of these little things that are. You know, I have to do that work.
1: Right, exactly. I have to do it.
0: No one else can. You, you mentioned something before. You used the word, it's a choice. Right. And I feel like that's that word is a trigger word for people with mental illness, chronic right. pain, because it's like, I can't choose. I can't oh, choose. Okay, yeah. And my my response is is that you've got a choice in the moment. Right. You might not be able to choose to go for that run that you wanted to do if, yes. you're, if you're struggling, but you can choose to you know, do the best you can that yeah, day. Absolutely. You can choose to see this therapist. You can yes. choose to...
1: Close your gaps in any way you can. So, yes. uh, yeah, I would like to say that absolutely. I, if it, I'm if certainly not being dismissive in that way because I don't have a choice in the sense of I can't choose to heal myself with a click of a fingers my fingers because I would be better if that yes. were the case. But what I do have is a list of things that I want to achieve or want to do and I also have a plan with my therapist at... Um, if I'm feeling like high or if I'm feeling low, like depending where I'm at on a scale of things, like how can I bring myself back to level, you know? So what are the things that bring me up when I'm feeling down? If I'm feeling hyper aroused on my nervous system is like, but I have a choice that I have to slow down enough to recognize that. I then have to pull the book out. You might do too much. Right.
0: If you're you're in a good place and not enough if you're in a bad place.
1: Or even just the stressor, like if I'm not managing well, I can become like... Too worked up in my head or okay. too aroused in my nervous system, like I'm in like the fight or flight, yep. as opposed to that can't get off the couch. Like, yes. They're both um, not healthy for me, yes. but I have to take the time to slow down and recognize, well, which one is it today?
0: Am I am I? And over I'm going to pull my
1: toolkit out and look at this as the plan I've made with my therapist for how I manage myself in this moment, in this state, and then I make a choice to do it. Mm. I could choose not to do it too. Yes. But what I've learned as well you've from you've got to
0: choose the right choice in when you can choose. Yes, yes, because if
1: I let my life be one of where I'm just reacting to it, um, which is what happens if you're if you've experienced a lot of trauma and and different things, you're constantly reacting to the stresses. Therefore, you're not you're creating on the back foot as right. opposed to
0: taking being proactive. with exactly.
1: it. Exactly, and so I want to um... be proactive. I want to consciously co-create my life. I want my life to be one where I, even though there's things that I'm limited in. I'm still driving this vehicle. I'm still running the show um, within the capacity of whatever I can manage on any given day.
0: So the the choice will be like the the options you have to choose from may be different Mm. on a daily or hourly or moment by moment basis. Right. But you're saying that given what comes to you based on the things that may may or may not be most likely beyond your control with a chronic injury or mental concerns... You have a choice: Do I do this thing or do I do this other right. thing? And in that moment, that choice is to do that. Yes. Do I do I take the choice that could lead to one one path, or do I take the choice to lead to the other path? Right. Exactly. I, I'm I'm fully on board with that myself because it's I, I I sort of believe like it's not a choice how I feel, mm. but it is a choice how I respond to how I feel. Absolutely. And it's and when I'm in a good place, it's also a choice to manage and realize that I will go down again like I I used to go I'm in a great place I'll take on responsibility and I feel like you're similar I'll do a whole bunch of projects
1: yeah
0: and (laughs) then I would be like I'm you know operating on this sort of higher level and then when my mental state drops maybe Mm -hmm. because I overdid it or maybe just because it drops naturally now I've got like way more stuff than I can possibly handle and my mental state's dropping yeah and then I overreact cancel all that sort of stuff now I've got yeah. nothing happening. Yes. And you know what I mean? It's this cycle. Right.
1: It's a pendulum and oh. it can swing heavily either mm. way. And so I've found that it, it's important for me to think like, I want that to be in an even keel and balanced as much as possible. Yeah. And after riding that roller coaster for quite a few years, yes. I now know, I do think well ahead. Um, I'm not, I know you think that by locking it in six weeks in advance, because it's hard to get FaceTime with me, that... <laughs> um that means it's going to secure a, a hangout but you Maybe know like not. <laughs> no exactly I have to say no now because I cannot commit to something that far down the track and and something else and something else and I've got kids and surprises come up as well as my work you You've know I've got upstairs. to be able to support myself exactly and yeah. so but I think things through now and I try and teach that to my children as well now they don't have chronic illness but ultimately Um, I believe there was a sense of burnout for me and living that way anyway, working really hard. I've always been a really hard worker and I don't want them to experience that, to have to, you know, ups and
0: downs. you want to model that middle way. Yeah. Let's
1: have a think about what this looks like. If you say yes to all these things, like how is, how does this affect future Kelly? Yes. I I like
0: that plan. Make sure you can say thank you past self for, for setting this up for, yeah.
1: Yeah, perhaps. exactly, and then that gives me the spaciousness because people often ask, like, "How do you do all these things? How do you create this and that?" And it's because I allow the spaciousness. I say no to a lot of things and a lot of people, and I know yeah. that there are yeah. uh, people in my life that don't always appreciate that. They don't still don't fully understand. It's I had just have a bigger why, and that bigger yes, yes. <laughs> is me is it's just got to be me.
0: I fully, I fully appreciate that. There's so much sacrifice to be able to do anything. Yeah. You know, like in a, the first things come sacrificing things that, uh, to yourself, like I don't watch TV. I don't do, you know, I don't drink anymore. I don't do a lot of stuff Yeah. because the stuff that I am doing and filling that time and space with is so much more valuable for right.
1: me. Right. Yeah, let's, exactly. Let's,
0: um, pivot to, to the, um, you know, following your dream side of things. Yeah. Given all, all of that background, what are you working towards and what have you done so far? Mm. Or just as a general, like, maybe what's your goal, you know, that sort of...
1: So, you know, I've continued to extend my bodywork qualifications and just... So,
0: massage, Yeah, so
1: massage and bodywork. I did my advanced diploma in my therapy. Like, I've always been adding on. Um, I've done... Like the, I spent the last year working towards some more energetic stuff. So I've been doing um, some Reiki and some other natural and some plant spirit medicine. Like, just I just follow the little breadcrumbs that the universe drops for me and things open up. And if I'm interested, I've allowed myself to say yes to those things that I also look to past Kelly and like before like pre-illness, pre-trauma, pre-all the crap. Kelly, what brought her joy? Like pre-kids, yep. all of that. Like what did I used to love to do? And I used to like to write and I used to like to sing and dance and do all of those things. And so I just follow those little breadcrumbs now and go, See what sits, yeah.
0: sits with, with yeah. you now Yeah, well.
1: and I go, okay, well, that looks interesting. Can I afford that? Do I have the time for it? Like mm-hmm. I don't just say yes without thinking it through though. Um, am I going to be able to take this thing on? Of course. And yeah. And so some of those things have led, like I went overseas for the first time this year to do a, um... A speaker stage training yep. um, and I've never considered myself a speaker because I'm so introverted and I, I like this is all right because you and I are just having a conversation you're going to record it people will hear it later I'm not in front of anyone front right of now person. right yes. just you and me chatting yes. that's cool I'm all right with that yeah. um, but I have immense fear about putting myself in front of people and so this is where I challenge myself I've got the fear I want to push it through it and right but it. then there's also times when I look and go well you know what Um, say to be successful in business, maybe people tell you you need to do a lot of networking and I'm an introvert. Do I have to push through that? I don't want to because it exhausts me. Um, It flares up my inflammation and my pain if I have to be out and on and having small talk with people. Mm. So that is a no for me. So I still, I know myself really well and go, well, where do I want to challenge myself? Um, And where do I want to go? I'm okay with that not being mm. a thing I want to do, um, and that's where I found the most success. So I've just now, I've written a children's book. I'm nice. just getting the illustrations for that done. Um, yeah, I'm just now enrolled. Um, I'm doing a training with um, Felicity Malay. She's she's an amazing spoken word poet, and so I'm I'm doing a training with her. To, nice. So writing and speaking poetry because. I love to write and it's me carving out that time, but it's also I'm putting myself in front of people I don't know and speaking. And so these are the things that I'm doing that it's – and some of them are just for me, like just because I want to. Hmm. But from that, um, you know, you might meet someone that another opportunity, another door opens. But if I stay home watching Netflix, you know, and and wallowing in my pain, then – none of that would
0: do do stuff to spite the pain would
1: happen right yeah and so then i've come into this space where other people ask me for help and so then i'm i'm mentoring other people so Mm. it's another facet for my business but i just didn't really want it to be boxed in so um i'm allowing myself to play with my vision at the moment
0: searching but you know you you got you it seems like you've got a general direction you're not 100 sure of the exact end goal but you know it's yeah. In that way. <laughs>
1: and I find that like everyone's kind of searching for their little niche in the world and not just in, in like a business niche, but like just, niche. yeah. Like yeah. where do I fit in? It's a fundamental need for humans. It's like hardwired into our biology mm. because like we needed to be included in the tribe. If you were, you know, That's cast lost. out, then you were not safe. And yes. so it's part of our physiology that like, we mm. want to feel safe and we want to fit in, but sometimes people wait until they've They've fully got it all right, and they they are sure they'll fit in if they put this thing out there. They won't be rejected, and so therefore they never launch. They never yes. do anything. They never. You've just
0: got to start, don't you?
1: Right, and you will find where you fit in as you go and do the things. You put yourself out there. You play. You speak to people.
0: Yes, uh, I think you're um touching on something that I've been thinking about as well. Like, you don't know yourself even until you start playing around with right. it. You might have you. I know you you've said to me in the past you're like a chronic. No, like, a, like, a, like a what was the word you do a lot of short courses and online courses and yes you'll, you'll see when you're like I gotta do it yes right um you know maybe a bit more than, than what you've originally planned to but yes. you just do them do them do them yeah um some of them I'm sure you've gone like oh why did I even you know why did I start this and others you're yeah. like yes that's you know right, right on point yes but in that process of yeah following your dreams just you're discovering them as well
1: yes you know like totally and then and then you're always like nothing is ever a failure i've i've definitely bought people's programs or taken a training and gone or even with my my myotherapy advanced diploma i did that out of like because i i wanted to be able to call myself a myotherapist because as as remedial that wasn't wasn't good enough you know like i was looked down as not being as qualified as other people so i did it for the wrong reasons mm. and then when I was doing it it, it wasn't as much me but mm. I completed it because I paid for it and I started it and I put mm. a lot of energy in before I realized that I'd taken that training for it. so I wanted to finish it I knew that that was important for my self-esteem as well mm. um, to not have a heap of unfinished business but then but in that I also learned that I need to be more discerning mm. about my why when I do something.
0: You mentioned that topic that, that idea, like, what is your why? Yeah. Um, I think it's a vital a vital thing to know why. Like, I mean, as a teacher, kids will ask, you know, why am I doing this? And if you can explain to them why they have to do whatever the work is, mm-hmm. there's so much more.
1: Yeah, they're invested. They're yeah, involved.
0: Yeah, th- they'll do it. Yes. And you've got to discover or we all have to discover our own why. Right. But... Otherwise, what's the point?
1: And buying into others, and then the the societal why, the unspoken why that's in their collective consciousness, our mm. own internalized stories that we tell ourselves about why we're why we should do things. Mm. Um, none of it's as relevant. And so, with you talking about meditation and that sort of thing, I'm I'm a full advocate for that because that is what helps me really connect back into my heart. It's a dropping out of my head and into my heart space. That's where my why is when I'm in the feeling state.
0: Can you identify or state your why clearly? Or is it more like a feeling, sort of like a, like a sort of like a feeling that you're heading towards?
1: Yeah. Um, well, I think it's, no, I don't think I can because it seems to be kind of ever changing in a way. Like, um, it's always going to be, is this in my highest interest? And whatever my purpose is for for, for life as well. That's going to change from one day to another. Um, so I just, yeah, I think it's like, uh, in this moment, is this directing me towards something more that I'm wanting in my life right now? Mm. And my why right now is different from 12 months ago, definitely to five years ago. So I think it it does change, but Mm. my values haven't necessarily changed. If I look Back, um, I think doing value exercises, like if you Google um, that, it's a pretty common thing that different coaches and that sort of thing will get you to do. If you understand what you really value, what your core values are, um, they will tend to stay fairly consistent. Yes. Yeah.
0: But the actual <laughs> specifics it's. And
1: how that manifests in your life and how, it, yeah, it, it definitely changes because I had little kids and now I have older children. And so that what they need from me is different. Then I have more spaciousness to delve into other things and then as well with my pain and my energy levels like okay so if I follow this path is that going to make like I won't hustle I'm just not one of those people so if you see like a really masculine coach out there who's like all about the work and the hustle and push and just get up and do it that doesn't work for me yes I it it just doesn't but there is a way that does so I don't Mm. have to throw my hands in the air and I so I like to think of like resonance which is like when um Everything has its own unique frequency and when the, the frequencies match, they're in resonance. And so yeah. if you say something to me and I'm like, yes, mm. that really, I can feel that physically. It excites me. Yes. That's resonance. And I know then that that is what I want to move towards Yeah, okay. as opposed to dissonance or the you know, which is like, that's a you don't no. Be,
0: you don't want to be forcing something. You right. Be, you want to be going with the flow. Yes. Sort of finding your flow as well.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. I like it. Yeah.
0: I think, I think that that's a, a really good Sort of overview of both the chronic pain and the sort of following your dreams. Yeah. What would you suggest to someone that's having a similar um, circumstance to yours? They're, mm. they're dealing with, it doesn't have to be, you know, the quote, fibro. Yeah. Um, but they've got some sort of chronic chronic sort of issue or mental mental health mm. concern um but they've got they've got that drive to do something and they're trying to find that how would you what advice would you suggest
1: well you know it is very personal and so i wouldn't want to direct and send anyone up the wrong path but i can tell people what really worked for me uh that was getting a therapist
0: 100 a yeah. good therapist and yeah, so a good therapist don't
1: stick with someone if you're not if you don't if you're not vibing yeah okay so so find someone that you work well with Then outside of that, you've still got to do your own uh, work. You've got to still follow your own nudges and your own. Don't wait until your sessions with them. And that'd be the only time that you, um, the time with the therapist is the time you're working on your stuff. And then outside of that, you're not. Yeah. So I would listen to podcasts. I would, again, like I am I go towards what interests me and then what works. So yes. don't be afraid to put something down if someone's recommended it to you, but it's not for you.
0: So try it. Go, oh, this isn't working. Right. I'll don't invest
1: on. too much time yes. into it. That's okay. And you're not a failure. It's not for you. Something else is. And yes. so I just got there by like, okay, so here's one. People go, I can't afford that. Yep. Okay. So there's a library library usually in your local community that's free and so how I started was listening to audiobooks because some people will go well I can't um, read well or I fall asleep if I try and read or um, I would listen to them while I was doing how like I'm too busy to read I've got three kids I'm a single mum you know like
0: workarounds for the common excuses
1: right and I found that um, if I wanted it if I wanted it, there's a way. And so mm-hmm. I started becoming a seeker of well, what is the way forward for me? Like instead of the stories about why I can't, I'll look at why I can or how I can. And so I would listen to um, different audiobooks And, you know, there was one that I found really life changing was um, Don Miguel Ruiz, The Four Agreements. Yeah, It is I've a little read, bit. I've read that one. Yeah. yeah. And so one of the things that he talks about is the fourth agreement is always do your best. And I loved that because it was understanding that on any given day, your best is going to be different, like depending mm. on whether you're not well, whether you're in pain. Like, yes. um, And and so then me going, well, is this my best today? My best mm. today when all my joints are aching is going to be so much different to so my it, best.
0: It sounds like you're advocating a lot of um, like introspection or self-awareness. Right. Um, you know, like working out what you can and can't do, working out what resources work best, working out how to get those resources in, working out what right. you actually want. So it all, it all seems to come down to that core of self-awareness. It is. So I come from a place of, you know, dissociation. Right. Um, you know, sort of disconnectedness to myself, to reality. And I'm right. working through that, um, you know, which involves a lot of self-awareness training. You yeah. do meditation and a whole bunch of other things like yeah. that. How would you recommend people to become more aware of themselves. Because it's sort of mm. it seems like an obvious thing that, oh of course I like this year. that's a surface level. I feel like yeah. there's a deeper level of understanding yourself. Right. That you have to search for. Would you yes. how would you how would you how have you yeah. done that or how would you recommend someone else to start finding that deeperness of themselves?
1: Yeah, I think it's always just coming back to continuing to ask yourself questions. So if you keep asking yourself why, keep questioning the the stories that you tell yourself. So if you find yourself Wanting to do something and then you hear and then you play the no game with yourself and you tell yourself, oh, but I can't do that because. Be curious about whether that's true. Like, take so, a moment.
0: I can't read this book because I fall I fall asleep reading because of my condition. Right. And you'd say, well, what what would be the process you would go through if that? So was the
1: case? if that's the case, if there's, a, I would say, well, what can you do? What What can I do? Like, how can I? get this knowledge into my brain what will work so don't focus on what doesn't just ask questions about what will will this work will that work it's you know and maybe you don't always get there straight away but when you start doing that as a practice you then naturally lean more towards the yes game than the no game I can find a way like whatever I want there is a pathway for me it may not be the one I thought I was going to have or the one that I see other people taking but I just keep asking myself why and how like if I want that what gaps do I need to close to get yes. there? How do I get that for myself within the scope of what my reality is today? And maybe that means... And, and it does start to snowball. I've got to say, things can seem really hard to start with, but you get momentum mm. that comes from that action, yes. that positive action. Does You do build momentum and your no starts to shift towards a yes pretty quickly, instantly, and you can roll with things a lot faster. So once upon a time... So for my children's book, for instance, right, I had this poem that my mum helped me write in primary school for sc- and it just popped into my awareness just through meditation and getting out of my head that that would be a really cool children's story. And so I I spent some time filling it out and exp- I spent like a day just working on this. And then I went on to Fiverr and I found an illustrator that I liked. I got her to do the first drawing. She did it. It's back. No worries. I'm just going to self-publish it. Yes. But like once upon a time, I would have spent weeks like researching A lot of different things. I would have played the no game with myself a lot. It would have been all too hard. Um, Every
0: little roadblock would have been a catastrophe that stops you.
1: Whereas now, because of that internal work that I've been doing, it can become a yes pretty quickly. And so now I even get people are really surprised and probably even people that are close to me almost are a bit offended by the fact that you didn't tell me you were doing that. It's like honestly I haven't seen you for a while and I did it last week. It's like a, it's a, it's a quick... I'm not keeping secrets from yeah. you it's just like things happen quickly when you become when you are able to to elevate your frequency into that place of yes <laughs> and mm. be really like live from that expansive place but it was oh it was a harder slog and I just had to want it like you know my why had to be bigger and bolder than my pain or my depression or any of that stuff I had to want it and I'm I want to be completely transparent and say that I still do have days of where I lay on the couch and watch Netflix mm. because I've got nothing else, Yeah. but I prepare well. So for instance, we're catching up here on a Sunday. I'm going to hang out with you guys for a while, but this afternoon I prepare for my week. Like mm. I structure and I plan. It's mm. a huge part of my success. I know that the groceries are done. My bills are paid. My washing, everything I need for the week is done. The kids are sorted. Um, And I make sure that I'm not a martyr to my life and to my children. Like, they are all expected to pull their weight. Like, we have a system, we have boundaries, we have rules. Like, it doesn't just happen um, on a whim. Everything's planned and structured to allow for the fact that some days I can't do much. Yes. And then I sit in acceptance in that place. You've got the
0: plan, the plan, uh, you plan plan for the bad days when you're in a good space. Right. And then, and when I do get
1: there, and this has only been probably the last year that I've fully gone, it's okay, Kelly. It's okay
0: to take that day off, that self-acceptance of taking that day off. It's okay,
1: Kelly. You do have a chronic pain condition. You're allowed to rest.
0: (laughs) I find that I have, um, you know, if I have like a a deep conversation with someone or like there's a stressful day at work or, you know, something happens, then afterwards for the next like, you know, hour, two hours, three hours, I'm like, you know, just feel funny in my head. I'm dissociated. And only just recently I'm like, oh, well, of course you are. Mm -hmm. And I've only finally just started to accept that fact that, stuff does impact me and that I yes. should take that rest and that it's okay to, you know, right. there's so many little steps there because you're always like, I mean, me personally, I'm like, no, I want to, you know, I should I have this yeah. thing of like this, I should be able to, you know, just get through it and <laughs> yeah. then I want to be able to get through it. So then I try to get through it. And then if I do push through it, it's costing me my next day or my right. next week. And if I, I found that if I don't, if I don't give my, myself that rest time, like I could rest for a day. Yeah. If I don't, it costs me a week. Yes. Or, you know, or an if, it, if I rest for an hour, it right. costs me a day. And yes. it's like, it's like, mm, I've, I've been hit in the face too many times with that punch to know, to realize I've, I've got to just rest. Right. Like,
1: and that's where that compassion mm, for yourself comes in as well. Like, don't beat yourself up over like, it because this is how we learn. Oh, the problem is, is when you don't learn from it and you keep doing it.
0: It takes a long time.
1: <laughs> it does. It I've, does.
0: I find that like, just that just, even just like 10 breaths, like yeah. it's it's something so stupidly small and it seems so ridiculous. But like this happened to me yesterday, actually, I had like a, like a, like a deep emotional conversation with someone and, you know, about real serious stuff. Yeah. And it, it sort of threw me. And then yeah. I realized I, I sort of checked into myself. I realized that I was dissociated. I realized that I was struggling to focus and I'm like, okay, I looked at a part of the ground and just did 10 slow mindful breaths, focusing on the breath, focusing on what I could see, Maybe 30 seconds, maybe a minute it took. Like, no, yeah, you know, not right. much time. Like, maybe a minute, right? Yep. Six seconds per breath sounds about right. Yep. Whatever. A minute at the most. And after that minute, I was 50% better. Yeah. And then an hour later, I was almost fully better. And then three hours later, I was at my, um, my stepdad's 65th birthday, interacting with people and socializing. Yes. I didn't take that time, though. Right that you know dinner party out, you know, my son my one and a half year old son there running around the restaurant, it would like that was fine, it was fine, it was enjoyable. Same situation would have been just terrible right. because my mental state would have been terrible. Yes. But that one minute saved a night.
1: Yes. And it's because you've learnt that now, you've learnt that tool. And mm. so I heard a quote actually, I can't remember the the book. And I'm probably quoting it wrong, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what this guy said, and it was to do with success, but he was basically saying if you haven't succeeded in somewhere, and so in this case, it's in your your mental state. Um, it's it, yeah, there's just something you haven't learned yet. Yep. There's just knowledge that you don't yet know, and you can access. And that was one of the biggest. I was like. Like, this was just, you know, a yeah. line in his book, but I was just like, oh, snap. Like, I love
0: it when you get a one-liner like that. Like, that just sort of like the whole book, it resonates, right? Yeah. It's just that one, like, like, whoa.
1: Yeah, no, that is really cool. That, so, and it's so true. And so, then I can apply that to any area of my life if I feel like I'm not succeeding, even in the moment of just being present in my body. Mm. It's just something or like, I don't know, or do I know? In that case, you know, because you sought that, you have yeah. sought that knowledge out and you know how to do that now. But once upon a time, you didn't know.
0: And I would have so, just... I'm, I'm, felt like I was almost like a not a victim of circumstance but just like stuff was happening around me and I had no out of point. your control. Yeah and then I'm like now I'm going, no, I can take an action. Right. I chose to take that action because it's very tempting in that moment. Like in that moment I'm like, oh I don't want to do it. Like yes. it's one minute of breathing. Right? right. Or oh I wanna, you know, I don't yeah. want to do whatever this self-help thing is. Yes. Self-care thing is, but it's you're it's aware back enough to, to know choice. what happens
1: if you don't now though. Yes,
0: if I don't if I don't push through and it's not easy. I think this is the other yes. thing. Like making that choice to get up and work <laughs> isn't easy. Yeah. Like it's, it's, I used to look at people and go like, Oh, well look, but you're, you're clearly fine because look at what your results are. Right. And that's just, that's the wrong way of looking at it. Yeah, it's like yeah. you're, 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 you're fine because you're doing stuff to get those results. Like it's, right. it's all, it's all, it's all connected. Yeah. It's not like, you know, and obviously some people, like, you know, life isn't fair. Some people have no physical or mental issues in general. Right. Some people have lots. Yeah. So you're starting from a place of non-fairness. Right. So looking at people's results is not necessarily the best indicator. It should be, you know this is what they're getting, this is where they've gotten, this is where they come from, these are the battles they face every day. And right. Everyone has different battles and everyone has different things they're overcoming. Yes. Which is why having this sort of conversation can really yeah, help. Yeah, exactly because you know,
1: somebody might see an aspect of themselves and to be honest, somebody might be really triggered by by this and by my story and feel like oh yeah but she doesn't have this or she didn't have that happen to her or like you know I'm not even going to go into what yeah. the, the trauma that I've been through but uh, let's just say life hasn't been easy but yeah. What I have learned as well is if I'm triggered, if anyone triggers me, like as well, if I see someone doing something that I really want to do or that, that used to trigger me a bit, yeah. um, I could be a bit envious or jealous or sure. whatever. Um, but now I've learned when I'm triggered that that shows me where my work is, like that shows me where there's... I've, become, I've learned to become curious when I'm triggered by something. So if somebody's listening to this... That's and a
0: lot of effort to get to that stage though,
1: hey? Yeah, to go, oh, wow, like I'm hyper aroused, mm. it, not in a good way, but like yeah. my nervous system is really aroused and I'm really pissed off about mm, this girl mm. who seems to have got her shit together. <laughs> you know, like um, if, if because uh, what that means is that that is how I know. That was how, um, circling back to what you asked me before, that was how I knew what the next step was. I mm. paid attention to what triggered me and I took it back to my therapist. So I have a note section on my phone if and I get triggered less and less. And, and then I'm proud of myself. Like something happened last week that usually would have really upset me and there was nothing. Like I was not triggered at all. I handled it, you know, like a boss. I was super calm. I asserted myself. I got what I needed yep. out of the situation and I came away... Feeling like, oh my God! Like this is how healthy people function. I never knew how to do that. I didn't have those skills, and I had healing that needed to happen. And so, if that is another thing that if I'm triggered by something, that I take that back to my therapist and go, "This happened, and it triggered so the hell what, out of yeah, me." Yeah,
0: I, I like that approach because things things do impact me and do trigger me, and I, I might take that as well as it's. Yeah, things are stressful and painful, and some people are just you know rude. Some people, yeah, some, you know, some, but. Ultimately, the reaction's in me. Yes, like you know, ultimately, it's it's it is on me to. And sometimes, if there's something
1: unresolved in there, um, there's a lot of research that I kind of get I get excited about. Was that um, trauma holds in ourselves and in our physiology, and so we can be triggered by things that other someone else may not be based on something that's happened in the past and there's some healing work to do around it and it's it's not even relevant what's happening in that moment I should not feel this strongly about it it's because there's something in me that I need to heal and so when Mm. I understood that that's where I started taking notice of what really triggered me and going back to my therapist and we would be able to do the work on that and explore that she does EMDR which is had been really good for me and helped me with my what's, pain. What's the MDI? It's called, um, it's eye movement. Oh, I can't, what I it can't involve? remember. <laughs> uh, look, you know what? I think it'd just be best for people to look it up if they no, were interested because it's very yeah. hard to explain. Um, But, but it's a form of therapy
0: that works for you. It's,
1: yeah, yeah. it's, yeah, it, it's okay. worked really well for me. And so, but that's, but again, I took responsibility in that moment. And so, um, I would know, I would recognize that I was being triggered. doesn't mean I could calm myself down because there was something happening in my physiology that was sending my nervous system awry. Yeah. And uh, no, I couldn't. And But I then I also knew enough to know that from that place, I cannot make a clear decision. This is not the time to be engaging in any sort of conversation where a decision. I had to learn to have conversations that were like, oh, we can't talk about this right now. I need
0: those personal boundaries. some time. That's something that I've found is, is, is what, what my line is and mm-hmm. letting people go up to that line. And when that line is crossed, standing up for myself, and if the yep. person chooses not to respect that, then that person can leave my life. Yeah. You know, and it's...
1: Yeah.
0: Everything everything that we we're talking about, I feel sort of comes back to a few main points. Um, correct me if I'm wrong here, but self-awareness, mm. you know, knowing your why, knowing what triggers you, knowing who you are as a person. Right. Um, therapy is a must. Yeah. Um, seeing a good, competent therapist. Yeah. I agree with that.
1: Personal recommendation you <laughs> need for a therapist, I find. Like, just flipping through the yellow pages and finding someone or going for whoever's cheap, like, yes. that's not the best way to find a therapist. I've,
0: yeah, I've, I've struggled finding a good therapist, but it just, it so helps. Yes. Um. Yeah, so, so yeah, therapy, knowing yourself. Yeah. And having, having a clear, or like a why or something you're going
1: for. yeah. Yeah, um, and then just personal responsibility. Personal responsibility, a- and then that that fourth agreement of being like just always do your best. Do your and best. So if your person, if you're if all you can be responsible for is get is staying alive that day, that's a good day.
0: I, I agree. Do and, do the best with it each day that you can, right? Right. Yeah. A-
1: and then taking even if that responsibility is like I don't know how to handle this, I don't have the skills to resolve it. What I can do, how I can take responsibility is to say that within the the. This um, emotional exchange, I can't do this with you right now. Yes. I'm not well. I need to pull back and I'm going to get some help and we'll come back to this at a time when I'm... Yeah.
0: Yeah. Most people will understand that. Yeah. You know, and if people don't understand that, there's like... I look at if people don't get that about me, like what you're saying, it's like, well, how...
1: We can't be in a relationship. Yeah. Out.
0: Like, like it, it. obviously some relationships you have to maintain right, and yes. all that sort of stuff, you know, work and family. Sometimes it's a bit more complicated than friends. Like if a friend right. doesn't get it, it's like, well, let's sorry, just yeah. separate a bit. Friends and family, it's a bit different, it but is. even so, like there'll be people that you just have to just be like, no, like this is, this is my line. I'm sorry. Like, um, yeah. that's it. And you've got to look after yourself because you've got your kids to worry right. about. And if your kid, you know, like I'm saying kids, cause most people, you know, that's prime priority, right? Yeah. Yeah. But you have to make sure you're in a good place to be able to best look after them. Yeah, You know, best look after what you care about.
1: Yeah, and I actually find sometimes, like, it's a lot for me to deal with. However, having kids does give me a stronger why. And so when I was dealing with depression and having no children or no job or something Mm. like that, like, it is a lot harder for somebody to find their why when they don't have that.
0: Yeah, now that you've got extra responsibility, it gives you more... Yeah. you've, You've got more... Sort of reason got an you've anchor. got more nose, although like like as in like you know you've got more stress, you've got more all these things. Yes, but that causes you to do more as well because you're you've the reason for doing those things. Right. You've got it. You've got a, the hill's now higher. Yes, like since having my son, there's way more time yes. and effort and yes. annoyance. Not that it's annoying, but like you know just hassle. Yes. right, because he's you know one and a half, and it's it's a hassle sometimes. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But it, you know I will. I'm spe- seeing my mum more. Right. Because of him. Right. Even though it's more of a hassle to get him to, Mum. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, because yeah. her relationship with me and him and vice versa, it's all... Yes. It's more important. So it's even though there's more of a hill to climb, it's so much more important to climb that hill. Yes. If that makes sense. Whereas yes. prior, I didn't have the same motivation to see her. Yes. Like, I still saw her and it's all that all yes. that stuff, but it's it's it's... And that's not just with my mum, that's with all of my family. Yes, yes. And so some people don't have those motivations Mm. even
1: just to be well or to keep themselves well, like whether it's physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, however it matters to them Mm. um, that if you don't have that anchor, then it can definitely be more challenging, Mm. you know, to to keep yourself well or get yourself out of a rut. And also, yeah, just even to set boundaries because I speak to so many people that don't know they can. They are just sucked into everyone else's stuff and don't even, you know.
0: Maybe we should talk about boundaries. I want to um, sort of finish finish up for a while. Maybe we can catch up again and talk about the ability to say no to people and setting boundaries because I feel like as for me with mental health concerns, I've had to learn to say no and I'm sure as we've discussed, you've touched upon it with um, chronic health. If you have a bad day, you've got to have the ability because I'm sure there was times that you were like, on, um, you've said yes, and then you couldn't.
1: Regretted it.
0: Yeah. How about, how about we, yeah. We, we? We'll, we'll, we'll have we'll that conversation. We'll call that conversation yeah, yeah. another time because that's. For sure. I feel like you could just go We on could about. keep going on about it. <laughs>
1: um, yeah. I'll, so, I, look, I did just think if anyone, if people want to take anything away from it, it's just give yourself permission on just, any day, whether it's to set a boundary yeah. or whether it's to rest or whether it's to follow your joy or whatever it is. Like, only you permission. can give yourself permission. I,
0: I'm fully behind that. that idea.
1: Yeah.
0: How can people. Um, Getting in contact with what you're doing, like website, social media, that sort of stuff. Yeah, so Kelly
1: Paris, I'm on social media, Facebook mostly, um, uh, Instagram as well. Um, But otherwise my website is, yeah, Yeah. kellyparis.net. I've got a couple of free resources over there, uh, a meditation and a... Um, a guidebook on how, like, a for people that want to connect in with their passion, which was one way that I found, because um, people are like, I don't even know what I like in life, and so um, yeah, there's stuff over there if people want to check that out. But yeah, they no can find me online and continue the conversation because. Um, you know, we're we're all, we all have our struggles, 100%. and we're all people, you know. So I'll, I'll chuck
0: those links below, and yeah, we'll catch up again and Perfect. talk about how to say no. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's been lovely awesome. having you. This yeah, has been great.
1: thanks for having me, Zach. Thank
0: you. Thanks for listening, guys. If you enjoyed this podcast, I want to ask you a couple of favors. The first one, please share it widely. If you enjoyed this podcast, you know someone else will link into it, share, share it on your social, all that good stuff. Secondly, if you can, I would really appreciate you reviewing it wherever you're listening to this. Reviews help me to raise the profile of the podcast and basically lets me know that you're enjoying it. And just on that idea, if you are enjoying my podcast and you want to give something back, I would really appreciate you heading over to my Patreon at patreon.com slash Zach P. Phillips. Thank you.